Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe Podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. I think we all know by now Mother Earth could do with more of us treading a little lighter on her. Being eco-friendly means living in a way that is not harmful to the environment. This way of life is becoming increasingly important as we need to protect our planet from man-made damage. There are a number of ways that we can make sustainable changes in order to lessen the negative effects that our daily lives usually contribute to. This includes things like reducing plastics and packaging, as well as toxic chemicals and mass-produced items. But making choices on what to do and where to start can be pretty overwhelming. This is why I grabbed my friend Maria Faki to come onto the podcast this week. She too felt helpless and knew she needed to play her part on tidying up the planet, which was the driving force behind her eco-friendly business called Eco Green Spirit. Maria's vision is to inspire people to reduce waste and purchase easy alternatives to live a more sustainable life. She offers eco-friendly, biodegradable and waste-free products that are not only good for the planet, but are good for your health too. It is one surefire way to live a more toxin-free life as well. During our chat, we cover off her humble beginnings with Eco Green Spirit, how she sources her ingredients in the most sustainable way possible, the extra lengths she went to to ensure her business was as eco-friendly as possible, so she passes that on to you when you purchase from her, why we need to reduce our plastic use, how we can make small changes in our home, 
how natural products still get the job done, plus much more. Let's jump into our conversation with Maria Faki. Hello, gorgeous Maria. How are you? Thank you. How are you, Hayley? Good. We were just like yakking away before. I don't even think we drew a breath for about 10 minutes. We were just talking to each other before I actually started recording this podcast. That is the vibe that you and I have. Yes. And um, so to reminisce, we used to, I used to train you. How, how many years ago did I used to train you as a fitness trainer? 12 years ago. <laughs> well, I've only been a trainer for 10 years, so maybe not 12, but <laughs> maybe. Really? Yeah, so maybe about eight years ago. Because my son's turning 12. Yeah, but you had him already then. So I um, I feel like we were, he was he was very young then. But yeah, we, I always say Maria. Oh, yeah, was literally, right. Um, I always say Maria was one of my, like, it was, you were a client that I will never forget. Like I have not forget all these years forgotten and I will never forget because you were just like the most dedicated person I've ever met. (laughs) Oh, that's nice to hear. (laughs) (laughs) And you just always had such a beautiful energy too, which like everyone on the podcast only bring beautiful energies onto this space. So welcome. Well, <laughs> um, now Maria, we only hear a voice, so I can see your beautiful face through Zoom today. But we only hear a voice on the podcast. So let's before we get into everything eco-friendly and your beautiful business, um, Eco Green Spirit, and how that came about, can we get a little bit of a backstory back before you birthed this beautiful business of um, of how it came about and how what the things that you were noticing and the gap in the market you were noticing in terms of like plastic and our contribution and our footprint on this planet? Yes. Um, it all started taking the dogs down to the beach. We, we live locally down. Um, we're very lucky. Like um, at the beach down the road from us, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'd take the kids down, take the dogs down and like the amount of plastic we used to collect and like – First we saw it and then we used to take buckets. And, like, within the first 15 minutes, like, you know, there was, like, bait, uh, plastic bags, which you'd think fishermen would have respect to the sea. But, you know, you'd always see those washed up, um, like, plastic cutlery, plastic um, coffee cup tops, like, you know, plastic bottles, plastic uh, lids of, of bottles, like, just, you know, everything plastic was washed up. Like, you know, um, on the beach, in the water, like um, Mm. a lot of plastic. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were... It sort of started like, you know, and I, I, you know, I was starting to um, eliminate plastic from my kitchen and bathroom, really. Like, uh, because I'm not really a girly girl. Like, I think I told you this uh, before. Um, So I don't have a lot of um, products in my bathroom, but, you know, like plastic bottles though, like plastic hand wash bottles, like... Just trying to eliminate all that plastic. Yeah. So were you identifying that, you know, you were also contributing by picking it up, right, out of the ocean. Were you also identifying that, okay, I'm helping to pick it up, but I'm also doing my part, you know, when you then started, you know, um, converting your home as well? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah, that, that, that actually triggered me to start actually and I, I was sort of in the um process of trying to eliminate the plastic mm. um and yeah like every time because we're out there daily like we were always picking up so much rubbish like you know I even started like beach cleanups with friends <laughs> like wow. you know you know and the amount of buckets of plastic just in a stretch of say like I don't know like not even a k like I reckon 500 meters a lot of plastic. Mm. And they're all still like in one piece too. Like they don't break down 
and think of the about all the marine life that is swimming around with all of it and you know that's only the parts that have been washed up imagine all of it in the bottom of the ocean yeah like like even like fish getting stuck in the plastic bags like you know the bait bags you know Mm, like i think i've even got a photo of something that was stuck in one on my eco page but yeah like I don't remember what it was, but I don't think it wasn't a fish. It was something else, but I think it was a crab or something. But yeah, they do get stuck in um, sea life as well as um, birds. Mm, oh, I, it breaks my heart when I see like a pigeon or something, or I'm uh, not a pigeon, a seagull down at the beach. You know when they get all their, um, they get the line caught in their legs and they have yeah, things and the hooks and the hooks and you just want to help yeah. them and you can't and you feel so helpless. Did that, did that helpless feeling, is that what sparked, uh, sparked you to then create it into a business? Yes. Yes. And I've always loved the sea. Like, I just love it. I like, I love reflecting and just going down there and just sitting down and like, mm. I just love the water. Like, and I've always been a great, like, you know, I love, I love swimming and water sports. So like, you know, and seeing that, like, you know, you don't want a world of, plastic too like Mm. and I think one thing is um is like you were doing you were playing your part you were you're picking it up at the beach and then you're doing it at home and then you know having that attitude that what I do is going to make an impact I think I mean I remember dating someone uh, not long ago and they actually said I went I was looking for a bin and I had plastic in my hand I I still distinct to remember it and I was trying to find the right bin to put it in and he goes what are you doing you're um and he grabbed it out of my hand and he chucked it in a bin that wasn't like it wasn't a recycle bin and I was like no um he goes your part you're only one person that's not going to make a difference that tiny bit of rubbish and I remember saying to him that's the attitude that you know we need to change if everyone changed that attitude of one little bit of rubbish if you get it into the right bin then that's you playing your part right like it's creating that bigger picture but there's so many people out there with that concept of well I'm just one person it's not going to make an impact Yeah, I know but yeah it makes a big impact doesn't it like it doesn't matter if it's even one change that you do like you know like not using shampoo and um, uh, conditioner bottles, like and trying to go for solid shampoo and conditioner bars, like trying something different. Like, you know, that's eliminating like a lot of plastic bottles for the year for the whole family. Mm, you know? That's right, just like, one and that's just one item. And that's the best way to start. You just start with one and then you try the next um, item, like, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah I love still- that so- so yeah, much. it's just, I mean, I'm still trying to, um, yeah, my pantry, I reckon, is is the biggest, the biggest issue, but yeah, you're trying to bulk buy stuff, like, and take your own containers, but, like, you know, when kids want certain things, like, you know, yeah. it's very hard to yeah, well, that's right. But once you start, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Once you start, it just becomes part of a challenge, doesn't it? You're like, well, yeah. you know, I, I've made this change now. Now I'll do the next. Now I'll do the next. And I think kids snacks. Oh my goodness, how many plastic, know. you know, individually wrapped items are out there when you go to I a know. supermarket? And it's plastic within. It's, it's plastic within plastic. You know. Yeah, like, but then not if. Not even looking at the contamination of that plastic into food. That's a whole different story. But it's, yeah, it's plastic within plastic. And then it's, yeah, because it's, it's all about, you know, keeping things, um, you know, easy. So we can chuck them into lunch boxes and things like that. It's all yeah, about yeah, the yeah. convenience of it. So let's talk about Eco Green Spirit. How did that start? I know you, you started it at home, right? Yes, I did start it at home um, and it's still partly running from home and the farm now. But um, I... Um, I've always made my own products and that I was using within the family and friends were using them and they're like, Oh, these, you know, this deodorant's great, you know? Mm. So then I um, started an eco green spirit um, website and started selling. I had like, I think my first, 
items were four or four to eight items that I had on there. And, and all like um, toilets. I just really got into making more and more products. And, you know, I had a great response with people and started like my socials, like Instagram and Facebook, which is fantastic for um, mm. building an audience. And like all my audience is organic because I didn't want to invite friends. <laughs> like, you know, now some friends have joined, but it's nice to know that people were following me that didn't know me sort of thing. Like, yeah. I love that. It's because of the message that you're sending as well. And they know that you're yeah. doing, you're doing good. I know that when I make a purchase with anything eco-friendly, it just feels good. It just feels yeah. good that you know you're making a difference and you're putting your money, you know, where it counts rather than just buying something and it rocking up at your door full of plastic and full of all this yeah. packaging. And I love it. Um, I love what you do so much. So can you explain what kind of products that you have now? Like if someone was to go to you, what kind of products are you offering? Well, I make my own like natural skincare products like lip balms, deodorants, um, skin balms, eczema, balm, like, you know, just different types of balms, like um, insect repellents. So they're all natural. And I, I use um, what I incorporate in all the skincare is um, the beeswax from my beehives. So like, you know, um, so yeah, I harvest the, uh, the honey and I sell the honey. And um, I do use a bit of honey in some of the, in certain um certain products as well um mm. but the beeswax is one of the bases for all those balms um and insect repellents and what else do i do <laughs> you know i've got moisturizers and what 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 i do is like it's all like in eco-friendly packaging usually in um biodegradable uh fully biodegradable uh cardboard tubes so once you're finished with them you can just put them in your compost and um yeah there's no landfill no plastic and with the other skin balms, I've got them in tins, so they're, they're, they're recyclable. But um, I'm, I'm thinking of going uh, cardboard tubes with those as well, like flasher ones. So, like, um, I'm looking into that. So there's no plastic on in any of my uh, items. But, uh, yeah, so that's the skincare range. But then I've got, like, um, oh, I make beeswax wraps as well. That's, like, another alternative to using cling wrap, so no plastic. So you can um, use that to cover, like, leftovers, um, yeah, like school lunches, like, you know, you can pack your kids' lunches in there. Um, so I, I make that from the beeswax from my hives as well. So, you know, I've got like um, sustainable uh, uh, reusable bottles. Um, I love that. I love that so you've literally thought about so much of not only the products that you're putting into the packaging, but the actual packaging themselves. And yeah. also how amazing that that beeswax provides so much. I know that there is a whole, you know, we, we talk about the importance of bees in our ecosystem. How important are bees? Obviously they provide you with your products. They provide yeah, you honey. Yeah, but no, they're important because if we didn't have the pollinators, they pollinate all your trees. We'd have no food. Yeah. yeah, but they pollinate. Like, you know, if the bees die, we die. Isn't that insane? <laughs> it's true. They, yeah, they, they, may, they, they play a massive role. Like, you know, we need bees. And, um, and one thing that I do with my son and my daughter is we actually um, save the bees by collecting swarms. So we're, um, we've put our name down and, we, you know, if someone has a bee, uh, bee swarm that they want to get rid of, we just uh, relocate it and put them into hives and take them up to the farm. So... We're saving the bees Amazing. instead of getting the exterminators. Because see, sometimes people will call an exterminator. Oh, there's a bee. You know, there's a bee get rid hive. of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So never that's do right. that. Always call the beekeeper. 
<laughs> I love that. That's actually really handy advice for next, sometimes, you know, the next time you have a beehive, um, you know, at your house to actually think twice about it instead of just thinking, how can I kill this off and get rid of it? Yeah. You know, how can There's I actually- lots of, like, Beekeepers will love, yeah, love to save them, you know, it's, an, it's, it's a new hive for them. Yeah. You know? So tell us about this farm. What else do you get? You've got your bee, your, um, are they called apiaries? Is that what you call them? Yeah, it's an apiary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've got like about, so far I've got, started with one hive, I've got eight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I try to do splits so I can, um, uh, so I can make, make the apiary a bit bigger. But um, that will take time. Um, I've got olive trees um, at the moment, but I'd love it to become a permaculture farm. But that's, um, I need a tractor. I'm getting there, but I'm actually building a shed and a hay shed at the moment. So, like, because it's, it's pretty much acreage at the moment. So, like, uh, the barn should be up in mid-November which is going to be fantastic because then I can use it as a honey spinning um, shed as well. Um, So it's all just self-sufficient. What's a perma, uh, what did you call it? A permaculture. Permaculture. Like, yeah, um, you know, you just, um, you just, you're you're growing all your stuff and you're not, you you don't really like, you just grow on top of what you've um, actually grown as well. Like, so, you know, you you just put down hay bales and like, there's no digging that's involved with um, growing your stuff. So you're actually like growing, yeah, all your stuff organically. Like, I love no that. So thing, yeah. So that it's like it's so compost as well. Like, mm. And we're bringing a piece of that into our home, um, which I love, a part of your beautiful farm and your beautiful practices and you've, you know, all the thought processes that's gone behind absolutely everything. We're bringing that into our home and it's such a good feeling when you make that purchase. Um, I was very fortunate enough to have, well, I've got lots of your products floating around my house at the moment. Um, But, you know, being open to uh, realising the bits that we didn't think we could eliminate with plastic where we can, like your um, little sheets of the washing detergent, they're actually sheets of washing detergent. So you throw the whole sheet in the wash and then at the end, the box itself, you just, you know, you can recycle. I love that so much where so many other people would think, oh, well, I have to, or you can make your own, um, you know, like washing powders and stuff and put it in glass. But there's so many different areas where you really can pull back. And I really, really love that. And I love your lip balm. I think it must be the beeswax, all that beautiful beeswax in it. (laughs) I do, yeah. Uh, Everyone loves a lip balm. So, like, um, I've got a variety of those. But I think, yeah, maybe it is the beeswax. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, um, uh, they're a a big seller, actually. Yeah, they're so beautiful. So did did you find any challenges along the way with really trying to go along that path of eco-friendly? Like, when you first started out, did you find it was quite hard to find all your packaging and, you know, make sure everything you're putting in your products was natural and things like that? Well, not really. Like, um, cause I did a lot of research, um, but I knew I wanted cardboard like for the tube. So like mm. I, it was hard to try and get Australian made, but I've I found someone like, yeah. like it's, there's hardly anyone here that does it. Like it is wow. very hard to try and keep it in Australia as well. Like same with the tins. Like, so they're Australian made. Yeah. It was, just, I think it was more the packaging. You're right. Um, because all the other stuffs, you know, usually like in all the natural products, it's uh, natural butters and oils, uh, the beeswax, shea butter, cocoa butter, like, you know, that's all sort of natural stuff. Like, yeah, mm. there's no, yeah, all those products are non-toxic. So, 
I love that it's, I love that you're really um, striving to get that Australian made, um, you know, uh, you, products where you can. I actually ran into a, this um, elderly lady at the supermarket the other day and she's like, oh, excuse me, love, can you help me read this label? And she was looking at all the peanut butters and she was trying to find an Australian made, you know, an uh, Australian made, well, um, uh, peanut butter from Australian peanuts, I should say, because a lot of them say Australian made, but sometimes it can actually be the, <laughs> not even the peanuts, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, the, the label on it or something, you know, and it is really, really hard to actually source Australian um, products because I didn't realize when with the peanut butters, I was looking at them all, I was trying to help her and I, and it was like Taiwan, there was a Japan, there was all these other different ones where you think mm-hmm. that it, and at the front it says Australian, then it says Australian and imported ingredients. So yeah. I love that you've gone to that effort. So again, that gives us comfort as well, buying, you know, eco-friendly that we're also supporting and keeping our money in, inside mm-hmm. the country. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it is important, but, um, yeah, the, 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 the packaging was a challenge, but then, you know, there's a lot of packing companies. It, mostly it was the tubes, but the tins and that were quite easy to source, but yeah. What would you say to people as well, that when people think eco-friendly, they think natural products, they think, you know, um, you know minimal ingredients and things like that. What would you say to people that, that are still a bit sceptical and on the, line, on the fence about products not being effective? Look, they should try them because, like, they well, you know, I'm getting a, a you know a very positive response with all my items, like you know, ranging from shampoos, conditioners, the balms, like um, like everything that I sort of make. But it's not just me. Like, there's a lot of companies out there that are in Australia, whether they're Australian or whether they're not, um, that do make natural products and they and uh, they do work. Like, yeah. but you know, I guess they've got to try. It's, if you don't try, you don't. You'll never know. That's exactly right. If you don't try, you will <laughs> never know. But I also, um, you know, my piece of advice being, you know, going down the eco-friendly and um, low-tox route for years now is not having that expectation of it's going to be exactly the same. Because we, oh, yeah. we have been spoiled with shampoos and conditioners that have had additives and things and foaming agents and things added to them. So we feel like our hair is clean because we've got this, you know, um, foaming effect and we've got these, you know, it's like, it's all psychology, the way that it foams, the way that it, it smells. the fragrance you know we've got this mind that oh my hair is so clean now because I got all of those experiences where when you go to something like you were saying a shampoo and conditioner bar with no packaging um you know you are you're not going to get the exact same effect your hair will be clean you're going to have a better health overall because you're not putting toxins on your body and you're getting so many benefits but yeah not having that expectation of oh it didn't work because it didn't foam up you know when we if we take that away and go well the foaming agent's actually a synthetic the foaming agent is, agent is something that's not good for me oh, but, then, so, but yeah, you know so and the sense the fragrance and all of that they're not good for me that's okay I can do without these because I know I'm doing something really good um yeah so I love that are there any things that you're working on in terms of inside your house um Still in with the, pantry. <laughs> the pantry the pantry <laughs> that is hard. Bathroom, bathroom and laundry laundry was probably the easiest so those laundry sheets are awesome like you know, mm. so, you know, you don't have bottles. And, you know, what's, what's great about those um, laundry sheets is that they're, they're great to travel with too because they're light. Yeah. So, you know, you can pack in and, if you, you know, you can hand wash with those as well. So no liquids, no heavy bottles. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, you can even uh, chuck them in your compost because it's uh, just cardboard, the actual packaging. Mm. Um, I reckon, yeah, the pantry, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, like, Do you have- like oils even like you know you know certain um 
uh, like, you know, plastic bottles, they're not recyclable. Like, you know, you've got all those different numbers underneath, you know, plastic packaging, like Mm -hmm. that, you know, some are recyclable, others aren't. Like you've only got like um, number one, two, uh, five, and five are the only ones that you can recycle. Wow. So many people wouldn't know that. There's seven of them, but yeah. So, you know, your first one is like when you get the um, number one underneath, you know, with a little triangle, Mm -hmm. it's um, water, soft drink, um, detergent bottles. But then number two, uh, yeah, yeah, no, number two, you can. It's like uh, like freezer bags, plastic bags, um, plastic food packaging. But number three, you can't. Like it's like, you know, your toys, furniture packaging, like that can't be recycled. But then you've got those red recycle bins at, you know, the supermarket. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yep. Um, you can recycle certain, like, you know, wrappings, like bread bags, produce bags. Um, when you see the red recycle bin. So they can't go into your curbside recycling. Wow. But people don't know. People just throw in anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> like plastic recycling, but it's not. You've got to look at the numbers. But, like, who's going who's gonna to memorise the numbers? Like, That's right. And sometimes I do spend a little bit of time at the bins where I will look, you know, I'll flip the lid over and sometimes it has it on the inside of the lid of the bin and I will take time to do it because I know that it's, it's just that little thing that takes a couple of extra seconds. But, again, it's doing yeah. the right thing. But... I don't think a lot of people would know about these numbers, Maria. That's so interesting. So flicking over onto the bottom of your products, having a look at the numbers and maybe even just yeah. having a printout, having it on your fridge or something or inside yeah. the, the bin, um, you know, cupboard at home, you could even just, you know, stick that up, which I actually might go do. That's inspired me to do that because again, it's always just, you know, improving and improving and improving on your recycling. It all makes a difference. I think the council need to do something like that. Send out a sticker or like a magnet, like, cause people mm. don't know. No. I didn't know in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, well, but you that's know, right. Until you sort of look into it, you know. Um, yeah, but that's absolutely right. Until you're actually invested into it, um, you know, you could just make, some people don't recycle at all. So their first step might be just to start recycling and then go one step further and one step further and one step further. And just having that approach that if you're doing your part, you're actually contributing to a bigger picture of, you know, less plastics in the globe. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. You really provided us with a whole heap of information there. And also just, you know, doing, you know, little bits and pieces around the home in terms of pulling back here and pulling back there and just watching your dollar, um, you know, uh, you vote with your dollar in terms of, you know, eco-friendly and uh, Australian made and natural products and things like that. Um, How can we get a hold of uh, your beautiful products, Maria? How can we get in contact with you? Uh, on my website, um, well, which is also the shop um, site as well. So uh, it's www.ecogreenspirit.com. Amazing. And what are your socials? Uh, Eco Green Spirit for Instagram and Eco Green Spirit for Facebook. I love it. I love the name. It's so beautiful. Um, anything with that spirit in it, because I think you really do live and breathe that spirit of the, you know, the eco-friendly. So it's, it's really yeah. fitting to what you do. Thank you. Um, also you've provided us with a wonderful discount, um, which we, I will share outside of this chat as well. I'll do it in the outro chat. Um, so yeah, we can get our hands on some of your beautiful products. Okay. Thank you. Thanks Maria. So insightful, huh? Like we were talking about, it's all the small changes. It's taking away that overwhelm and really stripping it back and saying, 
well, I can look at everything that I'm doing from this moment forward. Every time you need to make a purchase, every time you need to replace an item in your household, you can now make it more conscious where you're putting your dollars. And not only is it helping the environment, it's helping you and your health and the health of your family. Like she was saying, all those beautiful ingredients that she puts inside her products are so clean. They're literally coming from mother nature, like straight from nature and on our bodies. No toxins, no additives, nothing, just pure goodness. And I freaking love them. Um, I was actually, I gave the one of the salves that she has to my dad recently. He had an insect bite. He got bitten by a bullet and his arm kind of, you know, it got all inflamed and, and a bit gross. And I gave him that salve and he was rubbing it all over his body. And I was actually reading out the ingredients and I was saying, you know, it's got the beeswax in it, it had all these antibacterial um, items in it as well. And usually he doesn't like natural products, but he was all over it and he said it was really great. To get your hands on that super cool discount, Maria has very kindly offered 15% off store-wide. Just jump over onto ecogreenspirit.com and use the discount Haley15. That's H-A-Y-L-E-Y 15 to score your super cool discount. And remember to report back to both her and myself. Let us know what you thought uh, of this episode and also of her products as well. We would love to hear from you. I always love continuing the conversation over on my socials at Haley underscore Morecambe. And yeah, give us some feedback on what you thought of this chat and maybe some changes that you've made inside your home. Also, remember to scroll down to the bottom of your podcast playlist and hit write a review. It takes 30 seconds, but it freaking means the world. Uh, More reviews means more um, eyes and ears get to see the uh, podcast episodes like this one you're listening to today. Thank you so much. Until next time, sending you so much love and so much light. 